Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is on the air. Never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is a call to arms for those American patriots who, in the tradition of our founding fathers, will stand up now to defend the Constitution and the liberties that it guarantees to each citizen, to each of us. That is our mission, to explain in a clear and concise manner the direct effect of each issue on the individual, on you personally, not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin. Welcome to Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. This is Dr. Dan. Freedom Forum Radio is for you, faithful listeners, no matter who you voted for or what political party you belong to. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is not about politics. It's about principle. It's not about candidates. It's about conscience and the Constitution. Like the name implies, this is a program about freedom, individual freedom, your freedom, where it comes from, what it means to you, and most importantly, how to hang on to it. You're listening to part two of this series on Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum with Magic Bob Levy. I was going to continue on, the, on discussing Gold Valley, but you mentioned something that, that actually was interesting in the history of gold, and that is alchemy. I mean, for hundreds of years, there have been people who have been claiming oh, yeah. to be able to make gold from base metals. Right. What's yeah. all that about? That's a lot of... That's a lot of hokey stuff because nobody's ever really ever been able to do that. Um, and and imagine if if it ever really happens, it'll it'll really reduce the value of gold dramatically. But it doesn't seem like water and sun are the two components that make up gold. Although I, I would be, be amazed <laughs> if that turned out to be true. It would sure be amazing, would. right? But um, uh, it's it's truly amazing that even today you can go down. To a riverbed right here in North Georgia, and sit around. I have people coming into my uh, store all the time and bringing me little tiny nuggets that they found in creeks and the creeks around here. And and uh, I had a, um, a gentleman come in recently. He had like three little nuggets, and I ended up giving him one hundred and twenty dollars. And he I said, "How long did it take you to get that?" He said, "I was in the creek about three hours." And he he said, "I'm going home. I'm quitting my day job." I said, "No, no, no. You can't do that. You know." If, you quit your J-job, it's going to get pretty chilly when you get out there in the winter. You know, <laughs> you'll have a hard time sitting in that creek for three hours. So, as the saying goes, gold is kind of like energy, cannot be created or destroyed. Couldn't be destroyed, of course. Right. But, I'm just, but the bottom line is, that's, that's one of the reasons for maintaining value of gold, is that you can't create it. So, people are mining. What happens when you mine for gold? I mean, what... There's how, a does lot that, of, how does that relate to the overall value of gold versus currency? Well, throughout history, you know, one of the things that happened was when a when a um, a culture was captured or conquered, if you will, they took the people in that in that 
little tribe or whatever, and they put them to work digging, digging for gold or, or mining for gold. However, the mining process has changed over the years. But um, uh, there's veins of gold in the earth. There's uh, uh, gold in our streams. There's, uh, because of its weight, it's very heavy metal. It's the heaviest metal. And, and because of its weight, it's, uh, it, it kind of shows up pretty easily. And because of its, you know, it doesn't tarnish, it doesn't corrode. It has that, those qualities. Um, it's easy to spot in, um, in 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 the rivers and in the creeks and uh, and in the ba- in the veins in the mines. It's very easy to spot because it's it's pretty much when you discover it, it's twenty to twenty four karat gold, um, and 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 it's amazing how we figured out ways to dig it out. We've used hydraulics and water and and all kinds of different ways to try and clear the earth so that we can uh, mine it out. But, you know, one of the big gold rushes was right here in, in the North Georgia Mountains in Dahlonega. And then it shifted over to San Francisco in that, in that northern California area. Uh, they discovered gold, and everybody ran that way. Meanwhile, they never really um, did a lot of digging here in Georgia or mining here in Georgia because of that. Well, that was down in Dahlonega, wasn't right, it? Right, in Dahlonega area, right. Have you ever panned for gold? I have. I have panned for gold, too. It's, it's kind of interesting. It's fun. You know, it's fun. It's really fun when you find something. You know. Well, you know, I found when we pan for gold, you, you, you get that black, that black silky so, stuff, yeah. and it's in there, and you have to pan for it. But it's not as easy as, uh, as you would think. It's not a simple thing. Well, you know, the, it's like anything else. The more you do it, you know, the better you get at it, and, uh, and the quicker you are at it. So. It's like anything else, but no, it's not a... I remember the first time I did, I thought, oh, there's nothing to this, but I didn't get anything either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there was nothing to it, really. Literally. Well, I mean, so really a lot of American lore over since the founding of the country is involved with gold mining, gold rushes. I mean, look at it. Look, the, we just talked about when gold was discovered at Sutter's Mill, out in California, I mean, it changed the lives of thousands of people. They gave up everything to rush Put out. Put California on the map. But, you know, this is how America was discovered, um, because of gold, you know. Uh, you know, they sent ships out all across the sea to go out and find gold. That was really what they were looking for. They, they weren't looking for the New World. They weren't looking for corn. They were looking for gold. <laughs> you know, and then when they captured societies like the Aztec and the Incas and those guys, they they went in there and and really were looking for their gold and uh, and all of the cultures, no matter what culture, all the cultures valued gold. It was shiny, it was beautiful, it was you know it was the thing that they made their their statues, their gods, their you know their jewelry, or if you will, their decorate ornamentals, all were made out of uh, gold, and so it's very interesting. You know, changed the complex. You know, the the complexion of the whole world was changed over over time. Uh, it, it was always seemed like gold was the one thing. I even think when we went into outer space, we were looking for for gold. You know, can we discover gold on another sphere? You know, on a planet or on the moon or whatever. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if that was. Something. Well, I mean, technically, it wouldn't surprise me if there is gold oh, on absolutely. the moon. I mean, there's no reason why there wouldn't be. Right. If. Um, but I, that's a pretty expensive place to go looking for gold. Depends on how much you find. 
<laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I'll give you another statistic, as we, and we're going to get back into some of the, the you know, the value-type discussions. One of the facts that I've always found very interesting about gold is an ounce of gold will buy exactly the same amount of oil, crude oil, today as it did in 1913. Wow. I really didn't know that. That's- if you look at a graph, and you go, I mean, all graphs are going to go up and down just you know, little bits, but basically since 1913, in 100 years, the amount of gold, the gold to oil, crude oil ratio has remained identical. And just another measure because oil is obviously very valuable as well. Obviously. So here are two valuables that have maintained a steady relationship for 100 years. Absolutely. And that has a lot of implications internationally, doesn't it? Absolutely. That's what we're in the middle of right now. You know? Absolutely. And um, I, I, I feel confident that it's not, it's not going to change, not, certainly not in my lifetime, but... Throughout humanity, I feel confident that it's been that way for so long and so consistent that it's not going to change. I don't think, you know, when we look at the, well, let's say the Aztecs, they didn't use oil, okay, uh, and they didn't, you know, have too many tailored suits. But <laughs> but I'm sure when they did have a, their suits, whatever they look like, I'm sure that the same uh, statistic will hold up. And I, I think it's going to hold up throughout throughout humanity. We have to take a quick commercial break here on Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. More with Magic Bob Levy right after this. Well, let's let's get into some of the economic issues uh, that we really need to talk about. I mean, gold to me uh, certainly – Certainly, there's two aspects of gold at this point. One, are, one aspect is people who purchase gold as an investment right. to, to see its value go up like you would anything uh, and sell it. In other words, it starts low or you buy it. Buy low, sell high. Right. Okay? And that's using gold as an investment. Correct. Then there are other people who say, well, I'm not buying this as an investment. I'm buying this as wealth protection. Correct. So let's discuss those two aspects. Good, because that's really the way I started into this business. But um, it's you know, as wealth protection, um, we we really have a difficult time understanding how the paper uh, product works. But we really don't have a difficult time understanding how the precious metals work. So they're so consistent uh, for us that. We all feel like we need to have at least part of our portfolio, part of our investment package needs to be uh, some precious metal, some silver, uh, and some gold, you know, and uh, platinum if you if you find it. Things of that nature are an excellent hedge on inflation. As you said earlier, you know the the oil, you know, a certain amount of gold buys the same amount of oil as it used to buy. So. But you're talking, again, when you talk about portfolios, you're talking about purchasing it so as the value goes up, at some point you will sell it. Not necessarily. Well, not necessarily. You might trade it. You might trade it. Depends on what happens. And Nowadays, that's an important distinction. But I'm just saying in the past, let's go back 10, 20, or 30 years. Right. Now, if you... uh, 
if you own gold in like the year 2000, it was a, around $300 an ounce. And, and today it's around 13, almost $1,400 an ounce. So if you bought your gold in the year 2000, you have a pretty good return of four times uh, return on your uh, plus, almost five times return on your investment uh, in, in the year 2000. And a lot of people, you know, bring gold into me and they'll say, oh, this is really old. I got this, you know, and, and when they tell me it's really old, I say, oh, you didn't pay a lot for it then. You know, and they say, oh, yeah, you know, and that reminds them that they, they paid very little and so they're getting a really good return. Although we have a tendency as human beings to look at, well, gold was 18 around two years ago. It was around 1,800 and, and now it's 1,400 and, and why didn't I sell it when it was really, really high? So we go through those same um, scenarios, but in my opinion, gold is a much better hedge on inflation and a much better hedge on on the collapse of the American dollar or of dollars all around the world, the paper dollar. It's a much better hedge than it is um, a tool to use to buy and sell, buy and sell, buy and sell. Although you can do that, um, it's not that... Well, that's the distinction I was really trying to get at, is that if you buy and sell, buy and sell, like you would stocks like or anything else, you're looking for the value to go up right. and sell high with something that you bought low. Right. So today's a good day to buy gold because it's, it's really low comparison to what it should be based on what the dollar uh, buys. It, sh- it should be a lot higher. It should really be looking around 2000 maybe $2,500 an ounce today. It should be that. But I was going to say to you earlier when we started this discussion, people ask me all the time, why isn't it? Why hasn't gold gone through the roof since the dollar is, you know, so deflated and where we have this inflation going on and, and it just doesn't buy nearly as much. I mean, people say, oh, oil's going up because of the Middle East or this or that. Oil's going up because the dollar's going down. So the dollar's worth less, so you pay more for that, for that gallon of gas, if you will, and you pay more for that food, and you pay more for pretty much everything because every time the, the government prints a bunch of money, it makes your dollar worth a little bit less. And, and so it's really a difficult process. But here, in my opinion, the reason that it hasn't gone down is because there's a Federal Reserve in every major country in the world. And so while we're printing money, the reason the Chinese aren't calling us on our bill is because they're printing money just like we are. They're doing the exact same thing we are. The Russians are printing money. You know, the Euro people are printing money. Everybody's out there printing money, so nobody can call anybody on their, their nonsense, okay? But one of these days, somebody is going to corner that gold market or corner that silver market or corner that precious metals market, and their, and their economy is going to be such that it's no longer going to be the dollar that's the world standard. It's going to be someone else's currency that's the world standard. And that's the day that they call us on our on our printing process, and that's the day hyperinflation will occur uh, here or other places in the world as well. Well, what you're, what you're saying is something that, you know, many of us have been saying for – a lot in the recent five years or four years. I mean, as the acceleration of our debt, incre- as our debt accelerates and increases, and the printing presses accelerate and increase, 
I understand, yes, all these countries are doing it uh, to some degree. Right. But you also know that China has been hoarding gold, haven't they? China, um, India, uh, Pakistan, uh, Korea, North Korea, um, as well as South Korea. Uh, uh, They all are big buyers of of precious metals, big buyers of precious metals. And we are big sellers. (laughs) And so uh, if you were to prognosticate uh, the future, what would you say? I'm glad I'm 70. That's what I'd say. (laughs) That's a scary thought. You may be 70. But all of us, or most of us, I'm sure, have kids right. and or grandkids or great I have a grandson who's in the Air Force, and, and, I, and I really, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm grateful that I lived in the time I lived in, and I'm sad that he lives in the time he lives in. And, uh, and it's, it's just different. We, we, you and I have lived in an era where we've had relatively peace in the U.S., okay? We've had a relatively good economy. We are a relatively good lifestyle, if you will, and we've been very, very fortunate. You know, you could grow in America and you could do pretty much what you wanted to do. And and it was a place where people came from all over the world because opportunity was so prevalent here and you could work hard and get ahead. You know why they came here around the turn of the century? Because the streets here were paved Paved with with gold. gold. Right, exactly. So we end up talking about gold all the time. No, Gold is really... Gold is really, really it, the standard it? that everybody looks at. So what's happening in, the, in economically in the world now is that because everyone is printing money, okay, and the hoarders of gold haven't quite had, don't have enough quite to do what they're going to do because they are going to do it. You know it and I know it. That it's only a matter of time before China probably uh, stands up to say, okay, Game over. I got the gold. I've got a gold-backed currency. Right. Okay. We win. Well, right now, today, if you go to buy oil, okay, the standard for purchasing oil is a dollar, the American dollar. But the day that shifts to be, I don't know what the Chinese call their their money, but the day that becomes, they become the standard, America's going to experience hyperinflation. Okay. And it's, it's rather scary, and, and I, I saw that happen in Mexico in the 70s when I used to go down and travel through Mexico a lot in the 70s. Um, you know, in the wintertime, we'd spend a lot of time down there camping and vacationing. And, and I, I went into Mexico one, at one point, and when I went in, um, yeah, the peso, I don't remember what it was, but it deflated like tenfold while I was there, you know, in that one-month period of time while I was there. And, and um, I saw what hyperinflation looked like. The people who earned an income in Mexico, their their dollar, their peso, all of a sudden wouldn't buy nearly what it used to buy. Okay, overnight that happened, and um, I can easily see that happening in this country. That concludes the second episode of this very special series of Doctor Dan's Freedom Forum with Magic Bob Levy. Tune in next week for part three. And that concludes another episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Join the battle on our website, www.drdansfreedomforum.com. The right to own private property that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government is the moral right and constitutional basis for individual freedom. Oh, be the wind.
Everything, everything, everything gonna be all right this morning. 